do that now. Oh, can you do it again? Is that appropriate? What is that? It's just like a noise that I hear people making. Oh. Yeah. I uh, I think uh, some celebrity does it. And now oh. I do it. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. How's, uh, how's life been? You seem to have been good. more busy. Are you more busy? I am. Why is that? Um, I'm working in the NICU. Oh, that's where the babies are. Yeah. So I, I know that people hate peaks behind the curtain, but I'm just, I honestly, I'm just curious how like, I'm starting my new job on Wednesday and I'm Wait, like, you didn't tell the listeners that you got a job. I got a job, listeners. I know you were worried. <laughs> I'm not going to be yeah. sad anymore. It's a new, it's going to be a different <laughs> type of sadness. But one of the, Ed. Yeah, the challenges but, are going to get so much more expensive. Oh my god, I'm so concerned. Yeah, it's like we're both going to have to jump out of a helicopter over the Grand Canyon like Will Smith. Yeah, next we'll, week. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But so what I was saying is I'm kind of anxious to get started because they asked me like what time do you want to come in to like get started and like what day you want to come in and it's like okay, I pick that stuff. They like suggested coming in at 10, so I'm going to come in at 10, but like when you work in like a formal field like being a lawyer, you don't always dress in a suit. You kind of always wear something like businessy. But mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm supposed to wear a suit. I don't know if I'm going to look like an idiot if I wear a suit. I think you should go suit for the first week. Yeah, I think so too. But you have to I- wait till someone says, "You know you don't have to wear a suit, right?" <laughs> it's true. But the second thing that I'm worried about is kind of like I wonder when people go home because it's not like a 9 to 5 job. Being a lawyer mm-hmm. is kind of like a, not, oh, that's my mom calling, is being like, it's nine to 10 to question mark. And it's like, kind of depends on the area. How does like, mm-hmm. how do hours work as a doctor? So the hours were on like shifts. So our shifts are from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. But then um, at seven, you sign out to the team overnight. So you tell them about all the patients, what happened during the day. So usually you, it takes like 30 minutes to an mm-hmm. hour. Got to it. do that so so like, we're on shift so like theoretically I, I unless i have work to do like i know i'm gonna leave sometime between seven and eight so i have two questions what is i might have work to do like I, i'm sorry i see being a doctor in a hospital as like it's great like crazy stuff is happening all the time like everyone's freaking out 100 percent of the time like you running around so when you say i might have work to do i think of like I don't know, a person with like a railroad spike through their body or something. <laughs> what do you mean you have work um, to do? There's a lot of paperwork for every patient. So, Got it. So <clears throat> when you send someone home, they have to have a discharge summary, which tells when they go to their pri- primary doctor what happened in the hospital in like a summarized format. Mm-hmm. And it's your responsibility to update that every day. So theoretically, that work could be done before your shift is over. But if it's not, then... You could have more work to do. So you have to write a note on every patient. There's there's a lot of paperwork that still has to get done, which Got is it. that extra work. So like, are your hours, your hours are usually dictated, like when you're seeing patients, when you're doing like the traditional doctor stuff, it's pretty stable. It's not like, oh, I was there for an hour later because of an emergency, but I'm assuming that happens too. So it would happen, but uh-huh. only if that emergency occurred before my shift. Got it. Otherwise, if I'm not... Like, I, I am supposed to be there from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. If something happens at 7.01... Technically, the next person... First off, it's tech, it's not really my responsibility, but, like, more importantly, 
I'm not on service at that time. So like so. at seven o'clock, you just drop the baby on the ground and you're out of there. <laughs> like <laughs> double P signs. <laughs> no. Well, no. If I had picked the baby up at six fifty nine, it is still my responsibility to make sure that baby gets put down safely. <laughs> it's messed up. You should get paid overtime for that. Well, okay. Well, I forget what my second question was. I think well, that, we're getting to the point that you're mad at me because I work. No! <laughs> you think I'm mad. I'm not. We need tension in this podcast. Go. There always is a little bit of tension. Sometimes oh, it's... Ed's so mad at me. Sometimes so what it's happened sexual, was... Sometimes it's not. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. You said that you'd be that we could podcast at 8 o'clock. I planned my schedule around that. I didn't know that it was going to be tentative. That's it. I'm not mad. Okay. I think that, I think that you're... That you feel guilty. So do you think it's only a tentative time if it's a possibility it would be later? Because you we schedule a time all the time for and episodes. And I asked to do it earlier. We're like, oh, we'll do it at 7. And you text me at like 6. You're like, I'm ready. Now, okay. I just... <laughs> so that's a tentative time. Well, you're working now, so it's different. Before, <laughs> you were just like mucking around the house and saying, so was I. <laughs> Listen. I'm going to let everyone in. In the time that I was looking for a job, there was not a lot to do in uh, my life. (laughs) I don't know. (coughs) It's making me cough. I'm still coughing, (coughs) which my dad says is just fine. But I am more concerned. Maybe I'm going to end up at the MICU. So here we go. Transition. Speaking of my dad, I am starting work next week, and I was home for a few days. And I got to experience the, insan- the insanity and bizarreness that is my family. Does your... Okay. Would you say your parents are, like... Do they look for deals? Are they stingy? Do you think your parents are stingy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad doesn't care because he's not... I don't know. He doesn't really do that stuff. What does that mean? He, like, buys himself one thing every ten years. Nice. He likes to do withholding. That's a good Belser man. <laughs> <laughs> um... But my mom is one of those people that will search for deals and then yeah. buy something that they didn't need. Because it was on sale. But then say that they had such a good deal that it was kind of like, you know, like they had to do it. Katie's mom is a little like that. Speaking of which, Katie is working very hard tonight. We're very proud of her. They're filing for a big motion. So she is trapped at the office. See, being a lawyer wow. is all is... Eric, think of the worst parts of your job. Probably the paperwork, right? Yeah. That's being a lawyer 100% of the time. <laughs> nice. Ooh, can it go on record on this podcast that I defended lawyers to... So there's a lot of hostility from physicians about lawyers. I totally understand that. Uh, I do too. But these comments were made after I had told everyone that Sydney is a lawyer. Yeah. And they continued to make those dumb lawyer jokes that everyone had heard. And I defended all lawyers' honor. That's really great. I wouldn't do that because (laughs) I think that, first off, jokes don't hurt my feelings, especially jokes that are targeted at me. I've learned to have a thick skin, but also, like, I can get doctors having a distaste for malpractice lawyers, like, without getting... Right, but it's a specific type of lawyer. So then to say that all lawyers are bad people... Right. Yeah, that's kind of silly. It's extremely offensive. I just don't... And my family is very much the same way. And I just think it's unnecessary. And really, there, you know, I, I like that's such a bizarre opinion to not bizarre. Like I know that people have like a general distrust of certain types of lawyers, but like that's such a specific subset of like the law. Like 
If you're right, but I think for law, physicians, like, it's like the only idea of a lawyer that they have is like malpractice, and so they just assume that all lawyers go in it to be jerks. But like just, that's it's, that's not the lawyers. Like it's not like lawyers are bringing suits out of nowhere. Like people themselves created the industry because everyone's using the system like incorrectly. They think that they deserve something for everything. If that makes sense. If I'm not being too vague. <laughs> it's not the lawyer's fault that the industry exists. Oh, that's like me defending people who make like machine guns. <laughs> I agree with the sentiment completely. And I get very frustrated when people make generalizations about lawyers. As I would if someone made a generalization about doctors because a surgeon was a dick. Yeah. I mean, like I interviewed with uh, a malpractice firm and it feels a little weird. It's just like there's there has to be a middle ground like between like, yes, I think that doctors and everyone should be allotted a certain amount of like leeway. Not every time something bad happens is that like, uh, they should be punished for it, if that makes sense. Like some things are just out mm -hmm. of your control. But like, you also hear stories of doctors and lawyers and everyone in a professional field committing like really bad like things. And rather than, would you rather them be punished criminally? Or professionally they shouldn't be free from punishment no so it's like I don't know I feel like that's just a really I don't know it's so ridiculous that people have that general feeling about lawyers maybe it's because I am a lawyer I'm getting used to saying that you are a lawyer I know um, no I totally agree with you which is why it, it frustrates me and I will give credit to Sydney that it was definitely not something I thought about until she went to law school um, People don't like media. I need to, like, realize that. Well, I think just because there's such hostility. Like, we didn't have a single lecture about lawyers in medical school that was about lawyers defending physicians. It was always about how you have to protect yourself against lawyers. Mm, that's interesting. I mean... So it was, it's like we're ingrained to think that lawyers are bad people. Which is awful. Like, I, I it's a... It's really there's no benefit to doing that. But like seen, you have to protect yourself and the right. lawyers are there to make sure that safety is kept up in the hospital and that you're doing the best for your patients. Right. I yes, think... there are going to be lawsuits that are frivolous, yeah. um, but there are also people that need someone to defend them when they are mistreated in the hospital or in the healthcare system. I don't know. I like uh, maybe it's because of where I live or maybe it's just the way that like lawyers around us like talk like. In school, you're always taught to, like, be selective with, like, the cases that you take and, like, have a certain, like, code of honor. So, like, I don't know, when I was going in, like, I don't know, like, in a lot of the interviews that I went into, I mean, I was interviewing at a lot of places and some of them were personal injury and some of them were malpractice. And, like, one of the recurring things that they were saying was, like, we don't take frivolous cases. Like, we take cases that mm -hmm. we think we can win. And mm -hmm. I don't know if that means they think they can win because they, like, have some substance or not. But, like, I don't know. There are sh crappy doctors out there that do procedures that are super dangerous just for the money. You know? Aren't yeah. they? Yeah. It's like, have you heard that, like, argument? Like, they say, like, if a doctor is supposed to do no harm, why are there some physicians doing, like, some of these plastic surgeries? You know? Have you heard that? Yes. You take, it so, you take everything much more seriously than I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but there there are mistakes made in the hospital, and uh, I, I don't know. I, 
maybe I'm a minority in the terms of physicians that believe that it is fine for those pe- people to have a lawyer defend their case if in, a mistake happens in the hospital. Right. I mean, they're they're going to happen, and you can't always prevent them. But I think a way to decrease how many mistakes and errors happen in the hospital is to make sure that there are repercussions. Right. I agree. It's just like I think what I've gathered, just like from my talking to my dad about it, it's not necessarily like like the frivolous lawsuits are definitely one aspect of it, and people feeling mm-hmm. like because my significant other was hurt or died during a procedure or at, like through your care. Like I should be able to bring a lawsuit when that's not necessarily how it works just generally, mm-hmm. but also like just the general nature nature of like litigation in this country. It's super like long and like a lot of firms and attorneys either extend it out until somebody settles. And I, I guess I can understand the frustration about that. Like that's across the board in a lot of fields and you try and be fair and stuff, but like litigation does take a while and it's it's not just on the attorneys too it's like judges say like i can't hear this case until february and then like what the Mm -hmm. heck is the lawyer supposed to do like it's not their fault Mm -hmm. so it's like i don't know doctors feel pressure from it to like it weighs on them i'm assuming like that it's going on so long and the insurance companies like settle and then their rates go up and it's like even if the case doesn't have legs i think i think doctors might feel like the truth doesn't come out. Is that right? I mean, you could speak. Yeah. Longer. I mean, I am speaking from someone, obviously, I have never been sued. Um, not yet. So I have not. God forbid. That's Pediatricians are the least sued specialty. So right. I have a lot of reasons to, to not have as strong opinions about this um, as other people. But with that said, I think I'm also not biased at this point so it's weird even though i am like in the legal profession i kind of can see the outside frustration a lot and because i haven't been like in the like nuts and bolts of it yet i see like the delays in the legal system are a result of like things that are out of lawyers control but i'm I'm sure that i'll learn about like why things take so long and i'll give you more insight (laughs) as soon as i can I, I, I can see both sides. I mean, I, I, my parents are, my dad's a doctor and like my aunt is a doctor and I have doctors all in my family. So I have empathy for them. Like they're real people and I wouldn't want like their careers to be ruined because I mean, my dad was telling me a story that like someone, a doctor he was close to was sued, not because he was just directly involved, but because like a patient died at a nursing home. So in filing the lawsuit, the like patient's family sued the nursing home, the insurance company, the doctor mm-hmm. they saw like once, the doc, the specialist they saw. So they cast a wide net, and mm-hmm. I don't think I, I hope individuals know the. I don't know. I hope that lawyers are articulating to the individuals the seriousness of what like a lawsuit can do. I think that like mm-hmm. people in general think doctors are so rich and like who care like they don't care like this isn't gonna bother them and i'm sure there are but like i know if it happened to my dad it would like kill him like it's something that even though it hasn't like affected him like he is nervous about it and has said that that's something that like really scares him yeah wow does he think it makes him a better doctor we don't have to continue talking no 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 no. i I think we're in agreement no i mean i think to an extent like it does make people uh, does make him a better doctor. I haven't asked him that question like specifically. I'm sure he'd say yes, but like, I wonder how many cases are settled, and that's not necessarily like I- I'm sure 
a majority of them are settled beforehand. So like that kind of makes you feel that truth doesn't come out. Damn, now it's making me feel crappy about being a lawyer. I should have become something like, what's like a more like giving profession? Like a C biologist? Like a social worker? Like our friend who's a social worker. That is like a yeah. that's her profession. Anyway, <laughs> do you want me to tell you that my dad's crazy story? Yeah. Now, now that we've yeah. depressed both of us enough? God, cut all that out. All right, go. <laughs> no, I liked it. I think people like that insight. But anyway, so mm-hmm. I got home and... My mom offered to take me to Costco, one of the best stores there is. Mm-hmm. Better than what Sam's samples Club. did you get? Dude, they had like weak samples. Actually, when did had, you go? I went on a Wednesday like afternoon. Aww. I know, I know. I've seen people on Sundays come clearly straight from church to Costco. Oh yeah, you could have a whole lunch and dinner, and then you can get a hot dog for a dollar fifty <laughs> and get a soda. Crazy. One of the it's it's an amazing place, but the samples were they had some sort of like chicken finger, they had some sort of like fish thing, they had like two types of fish, and I'm not gonna eat. I don't really like fish in general. Not gonna eat sample fish. Yeah, that's kind. That's a weird. They had like some sort of juice. Uh, they had they were giving out full packets of tissues, like those portable tissue, like you know what I mean. Uh That's a good sample because my nose was running while I was there. I was very happy. Those are expensive too. I know. I was like kind of surprised. But on the way, since we were going to Costco, my dad asked if my mom could take my dad has two big gas canisters. If she could Four? You know, uh the other car, the lawnmower. So because Wait, what? Okay. He has a gas canister for your other car? I'll explain it. Okay. If you don't know, Costco sells things wholesale, but most of them also have a gas station. (laughs) And the price is like 30 cents less per gallon at Costco. So my dad said, (laughs) since you're there, fill up my car and fill up these two gas canisters so we can fill up the (laughs) other car. And my mom was so pissed that she had to do this. And my dad was like, if you don't want to do it that's fine like i'll just go do it on sunday by myself like it's like gosh like why do you want to do this in the first place and i calculated it and it saves like around like five to six dollars total yeah but add that up add that up and that's a lawsuit that covers the whole lawsuit (laughs) how much do you get paid per hour like 50 cents dude i don't even know but like i thought that that was a part of me just wanted, that's crazy a part of me just wanted my dad to like clearly he was invested in doing this and like he's a smart guy so maybe it makes sense but the numbers aren't adding up to me <laughs> and i just like feel like there are better uses of his energy but like if he wants to do it that's fine i don't think i've ever filled up a gas tank at a gas station yeah people were looking at us people were definitely looking at us and then i don't know like, once you have those gas, we put them in, like, uh, trash bags, so they didn't smell that bad. But, like, we drove with all the windows open back. It smelled like gasoline in that car because there was a lot of <laughs> gasoline. <laughs> My dad <laughs> – it's crazy. <sighs> My dad will drive down to Delaware because they don't have sales tax, and he'll buy, like, cases of wine and, like, tons of bottles of vodka to have. That, like, makes more sense than this, like – Yeah, we did that for my sister's wedding. This Costco, like – the Costco gas thing doesn't make sense to me. I guess because we were there, it made sense. 
But the idea that he would drive there solely for that, it's like a 25 minute, 30 minute drive. So that $5 that he's saving is even less. True. True. Well, that's just one. That's my family. Let's get to the homework. Bad transition. Okay. Did you read the book? So I got to page 200. There's 200 pages? I think I read the big one. Let me see. Do you have it? Uh, turn it to the side. No, that's that's the right one. That's it's okay. 290 pages. Uh, yeah. Let me see. Let me see some of those pages. Let me see like the last page, and I'll tell you if that's the right one. Okay, this is good audio content. No, it's fine. People like that page turning. It's like ASMR. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right. So I got to 200. So which was basically he got out of the bizarro world okay so let's just give the readers a little bit of a reminder so eric was supposed eric and i were talking about comic books and the listenership plummeted when we started talking about that but we were going to finish this discussion we were talking about comic books and eric said that Mm -hmm. he hadn't read a lot and he especially hadn't read like those classic superhero-y types like superman and stuff and Mm -hmm. it's not by joss whedon i was totally wrong but you were I, i yeah i know i'm an idiot but it's some like well-known comic book. He writer. did Buffy. He did Buffy, but not All Star Superman, which Eric was supposed to read. I've read it. I've watched the movie. I thought it was pretty good. It kind of gives you an idea of why people are interested in Superman. So Eric read two hundred pages. First, I read two thirds of it. Two thirds of it, which is a lot. I'm I started it. I started it this weekend. I'm proud of you. You did. You're going to get a yes, at least. Okay, and I watched an hour of the movie. Oh, damn. You really, like, went all out, man. We need to talk more about this so I can give you positive reinforcement to continue reading it. But anyway, I'm going to stop talking because people hate when I talk. What did you think? Okay. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It's very immersive. So when you read when you read a book, do yeah. you, like, like, a regular fiction, mm-hmm. whatever... In your mind, you kind of like set a scene, and like you can imagine like how exact like certain pages look in your mind. Whoa, dude! Whatever I want, whatever you're smoking. (laughs) No, you know what I mean, though. I do, I do. In fact, okay. In fact, the last time I read a like a book by myself, I tried to read it out loud and do voices (laughs) for the characters. I stopped after (laughs) half a page. I got really tired. But anyway, keep going. Yeah, so you don't do that with a comic book because there are pictures. Mm-hmm. The art was fine. I don't know. Yeah, it's like it wasn't great. Yeah, it's like a specific type of art. I didn't like love it either. But like, I think that what I liked about this book—it's not necessarily like my favorite one. What I liked about this comic is like it tells different story. It's like one overarching story, but each mm-hmm. like section is like. So I'll, I'll let the... Do you want to tell the readers a synopsis or should I? So I can tell them two-thirds of the <laughs> Well, I'll just do a brief thing. So okay. Superman is dying throughout this whole book and he's trying to like finish like his duties on Earth before he dies. And each like comic that is compiled into this graphic novel is like a like, self-contained story. But there is like an arching story over. Now I'm going to stop Mm -hmm. talking for at least five minutes. Okay. 
And are you going to talk? Oh, you want me to talk? No, we could just listen. During that five minutes. We could just stay silent for a little bit. Oh, just like a five minute interlude? I mean, it's fine. We'll put in some music. Okay. All right, we'll see you in five minutes. Bye. That's some good jams. That's that new Yeezy album that just came out. (laughs) Something that we're going to need to have Katie on is to talk about the legality of the music that you put in. (laughs) I love it, but I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't think it's legal. So maybe we like find some public domain stuff. So like right now, you could play like um, Happy Birthday. We're gonna have a good time. Yeah, I don't think the front bottoms are gonna sue us. They might. I like that you I put really that in. I really don't there. think they will. I, I like that you put that in. Okay, but anyway, keep, talk about the book so we can move on to something people care okay. about. Okay, so like the mastermind behind kind of all of this is Lex Luthor who is the reason that Superman is starting to lose his power because, for whatever reason, he got too close to the sun, which is slowly killing him, you know, as it would. So proud of him. Or whatever. Yeah. All right. Um, And then he comes back, and he realizes that he's going to die. So he tells, what's her name? Lois Lane. girl? Lois Lane. Right? Yeah. Because everyone has LL initials in Superman. Um, Do they? Oh, Lex Luthor, Lois Lex Lane. Luthor. <laughs> wow, I didn't notice that. <laughs> you're you're so, reading it on a totally different level. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he tries to, like, win Lois Lane over and reveal his true identity to her. And in the middle of all this, there's some, like, dick-sizing between two other... <laughs> Superman for some random reason which was the most like unnecessary like macho bullshit um, but he's not where they literally arm wrestle but Superman Superman is the antithesis of that he's like against these macho guys yeah yeah oh and we should we should explain this is very gamergatey Lex Luthor is basically doing I didn't realize what his like intentions were but he's doing this because he doesn't get the attention he deserves and he spends so much time in the gym and has like real muscles compared to Superman's genetically enhanced muscles and he deserves the attention from women which in the context of like Gamergate kind of seems lame but alright so he and Lois Lane go on their cute little date um I feel like you're giving me a book or four it's great (laughs) <laughs> Let me ask you some. What over- happens after that? Can I ask you? you some, can I can I ask you some overarching questions? Yeah. So, like, did this change your opinion of what you thought about Superman reading this? Like, you went in thinking what, and now what do you think of the character? I st- he still feels so whiny. He is a little whiny. Like, so the context. Like of- him and Batman. It's like, well, with me, it's so hard to be a superhero, mm-hmm. but I care so much for these people in this city. It's like, well. <laughs> Why so, do you spend so much time concerned with yourself then? So Superman was originally written by like these two Jewish guys, I think. Either they were Jewish or like something about them was like really wimpy. And like it was written at a time <laughs> when like people needed like a symbol. Like he was like the first like American symbol and he was like everything that like the writers were not. Like he's powerful and like he is like kind of all he's like a god basically Mm -hmm. i mean so it's like what would a god 
be like in the world and he's so like sickeningly not sickeningly but like he's very very heroic would you agree mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like i don't know that turned some people off like does that would you prefer a superhero with more like it seems like you actually like when superheroes are more like fun and like not super angsty see i like i like spider-man I get it. But I feel like he's very whiny and, like, self-centered. But I don't know. Like, I... I don't know. It's I the think, same reason, like, I like Buffy. Like, I like that... I've never watched Buffy. Uh, Maybe that'll be the whole book. I like that drama of how do I have friends and also be a superhero. As opposed to, like... I don't know. How do I keep my secret identity but also find love? Like, I just don't... I don't no, care. I understand. You don't relate to it. Is that what it is? Because I found love so easily. No, that's. I don't know. I, I, meant, <laughs> I kind of meant more the secret identity part. Oh, <laughs> but no, I get it. I get it. I'm glad you read it. I think that it would be valuable for me to like watch or read something that you're more interested in for the next one. So, if you don't mind, if this isn't mm-hmm. jumping the gun, do you think that me watching Buffy could be the homework? Because I've never watched it. We could do that. So is it something that like I need to watch episode one or can I watch like the your favorite episode or what do you think? The like visuals for the first season are pretty terrible because they did not have a big budget. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first season is excellent. You just have to like understand that. Got it. Like the graphics or whatever. The visuals aren't very good. Um, I can get over that. But the first couple seasons are really good. Uh, the Halloween episodes in particular are really good. Um, I'm blanking on the title, but there's one where the entire town goes uh, silent, and so uh, no one can speak. Um, mm-hmm. And that's a really good episode. I'll we'll I'll find you like a, a list that I agree with. Okay, like a top also, ten list, and then also, you can watch some of those. Yeah. Also, if our listeners would like to chime in. You can at our Twitter handle, which oh, is God. what's the HW pod. We currently have two low followers. So follow and tweet and engage and tell me how to properly watch Buffy. Because I will. We only have two followers? We have more than two. Oh. We have almost 300% more than two. I'm bad at math. Nice. I don't know how to, I don't, I, I don't know if that adds up. I thought you were going to say we almost have 300. Oh, my God. That'd be so nice. <sighs> and then you could quit your job. That's what everyone always says when I talk about the podcast, like, that we'll both quit our jobs. You'll never quit your job. You love healing too much. Mm-hmm. Do you read books? But I think we heal on this podcast. Through the soul. Which we're brings like us to our soup. sponsor. Which is hymns, four hymns, four hymns. If you're... A guy and you're losing your hair or you don't work down there you could go to four hymns they're just advertising that on the subway now that's got to be getting <laughs> in like men's heads like this male enhancement stuff it's really got to be like draining on yeah. people I bet that once you become like I feel like you're never gonna have to deal with that but I bet like my dad has tons of guys coming in for like boner pills mm. or poor men right am I right 
Yeah, I know. All right. Um, <laughs> You're just going to breeze over that? Yeah. I get it. I get it. It's really rough. Ugh. Should we talk about like, it? Today's the day of the... Wait, can we finish the homework? All right. The comic book was really good. The movie was like literally shot by shot the comic book, which People at first like, I was like, this is kind of annoying. Yeah. I wanted something different. Got but it. it was nice. I get it. That's... I'm going to finish it. Okay. All right. Are we done? Yeah. We're moving on. So we're going to do super brief and we can get like... Do you want to talk about like today was the Kavanaugh and Dr. Ford like testimony? Yeah. That's intense. Too intense, you think, for our podcast? We let's we'll time it. We have two minutes. I think we both agree about everything. I don't think it's going to be like shocking anyone that we are extremely sensitive to Dr. Ford and mm-hmm. like anyone who talks about not believing the victims, like is either blind or just needs to look at like the statistics of how rare false reporting is. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It kind of blows my like. I made the mistake today of like the hearings were on live, and like I went on Twitter, mm-hmm. and the only per- place that was broadcasting it live was Fox News, and I made the mistake oh. of like reading the comments, and it's just like the vitriol is like crazy. It's like yeah. I don't know. It just kind of like blows my mind how people can't be more empathetic or I don't know. What do you have to say? Yeah. Um, I think it's a generational so, thing. I feel like it is. So there was a fellow employee at work uh-huh. uh, who is older, uh-huh. um, like my parents' age, who I didn't bring it up because I just like I didn't want to talk about it today. Like right. I watched some clips on my own time and like read it on my own time. But like this is a sensitive issue and can trigger some people and. Some people think this is completely outrageous and, like, ridiculous, which is what this person thought. And she said, I think it's crazy that this person's trying to ruin his career and his future. Which is so... To to think that someone could, could have that opinion, because I, I just... I can't imagine why someone could have that thought and then not think the reverse about how this woman has been traumatized by this experience... for her entire life like she was up there and still to this day like emotional and heartbroken and had to go through this experience in public of going through the details of everything um for a guy's job interview yeah Mm -hmm. um yeah i don't i don't i don't have much else to add other i think i think it was brave of her to be there I don't know. I think I'm lucky that my parents, even if they have like some, when it comes to economic stuff, my parents can be pretty hard headed. But when it comes to these social issues, I think that my parents are both smart enough to, or at least like I've learned to talk to them in the way that like, it's okay if you don't understand, just like don't come at it aggressively and like, let's talk about it. And like a really Mm -hmm. legitimate question like that I've heard my parents say and their opinions have been like changed by is like, why does it take so long? Like, why are they coming out now? And it's like, mm-hmm. those are things that like, I think a lot of people have questions like that. And once again, I stick to my like statement that I always yell at my mom. Like, just because you're uncomfortable doesn't mean it's the end of the world. Like, your discomfort is okay. Like, it's okay to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Just like, have an open mind and like, have an open heart. And like, 
listen to people and listen to their stories and then make a decision. And until you have all the facts, like the like once again, talking to my parents and telling them the statistics of like false reporting are extremely, extremely low. I don't think that's mm-hmm. something that like they hear very often, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I think that there's a lot of misinformation out there. And I think that there's a lack of understanding and education. I think that even though this issue is extremely sensitive to people, I think that, I don't know. I don't want to say that you should be understanding because people who perpetrate those acts like are vile, but like understanding to first try and explain the situation a little bit to people rather than like kind of, I think people jump down each other's throats more often than allowing people to have the chance to grow. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like finding the line between like, I don't know. Somebody has to be out there to be like, okay, I know you're an idiot and I know you're saying really (laughs) stupid stuff, but let me give you a chance to like, let me give you the chance to learn the actual truth because if you learn the truth, maybe you will change your opinion. And I think that that's like, I think that that is a valuable tool as well. You know? No, I I agree. Uh, And I was in a similar situation with my family. Sydney was there as well. And my... one of my family members made a comment about, you know, this. This was bef- this was when it was just Doctor Ford and right. no one else had had come out at this point. And he said, "This happened in high school. Like, what does this even matter? Like, do we really need to be going that far back?" Mm-hmm. And th- I laughed it off and said, "You're being outrageous." And um, what I what we should have talked about was I I think that's fine. I think if you are in, if you are a high school boy right or high school man right now, and you have any thoughts of doing anything without consent to a woman, you should think this might come back to bite me. Right. Thirty, forty years from Especially now. Especially if you're going to be a Supreme Court justice. You know. Yes, this will come up in every job interview I do from now on. That should be what you think anytime you try to do anything like that. I don't have any issue. If you're in high school, stop being a dick. Be a better person. That's etiquette for today. Right. Be. We need better role models, which is why I wanted to bring up. Have you noticed there's a lot of like love? We're transitioning out of this into a lighter topic. Yeah. Have you noticed a lot of LeVar Burton and Mr. Rogers content recently? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So LeVar Burton. I've noticed the Mr. Rogers documentary that came out. And LeVar Burton is the guy from Reading Rainbow. Also... The guy from Star Trek who had like the visor. yes, all right, yes. Going. So he has a podcast now. He's doing a lot of interviews. That's great. But there's a he, there's a lot of interviews about like the significant impact he had on kids, especially boys growing up, and the importance of reading and all that kind of stuff, especially. And then Mr. Rogers, who uh, has You're a documentary, my mind and now Tom Hanks. Mr. Rogers. What? That would blow my mind if people don't know about Mr. Rogers. That was a big part Everyone of Everyone should my, know about Mr. Rogers. That was a big part of my childhood, actually. I watched a lot of Mr. So Rogers. So I never watched it. That's okay. You turned what? out just fine. Yeah. Dude, like, watching those Mr. Rogers, like, YouTube videos make me, like, cry. They, like, because I think... I know. I, I didn't even grow up with him, and it made me cry. Oh, it's just so... Well, because we both... I think we both have a soft spot for, like, children. I have a soft spot for children and old people. And I have an especially soft spot for when, like, old people are being really kind to children. And I think he's just, like, super kind and teaching people really, like, amazing. 
I get really choked up when someone's teaching someone else like kindness and like good values. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, I don't know. I think it's interesting in this whole Me Too movement and everything that we are kind of turning to male role models from our past that seem to have had a significant positive impact on the world. Um, right. Which is what we should do. I mean, it's like, I hate when people are, we're going back to talking about serious stuff. <laughs> there are plenty of comedians out there that didn't rape anyone. Listen to them <laughs> instead, and they're really funny. Yeah, we did a whole episode on it. All oh, right. <laughs> Nanette? Oh, God. That's a bad example of a funny comedian. The zing. <laughs> oh, man. No, I get it. Ruffs? Not rough. Oh, God. Let's go to the literally the lightest segment we have. Eric's Crunchy Corner. And then right now it's going to be the Crunchy Corner munch munch sound. Munch munch. Crunchy Corner. Oh, munch that munch. That was it. That was it. We got. Um, Katie uh, we said got... she would make a jingle. Who? Katie? Dude. Yeah. As soon as like this law stuff is done, she's going to like hibernate for like a month. And then she'll write us our jingle. Oh, and wait. All right. Now that you, wait, really quick. She now that you're listening again. Katie, you're listening. We're proud of you. Keep trucking. Katie, we're so proud of you. But we really want that jingle, though. I know. For real. What the hell are you thinking? We're pissed at you now. Crunchy Corner. What do you got, buddy? All right. So, Cindy and I went to a new grocery store, which apparently is popular out in Colorado, uh, called Sprouts. Which is a good name for a grocery store. Agreed. It is uh, on Broad Street. And I would say it price-wise is like in between Trader Joe's and Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the quality of Whole Foods. Nice. Does Trader Joe's have low quality food? Their produce is terrible. Interesting. Okay, so you went to this fancy hipster grocery store. Mm-hmm. Do they only take the... Apple scan? Do they only take the Apple Watch as payment and Bitcoin? Um, I did pay with Apple Pay, <laughs> and I also became a member, nice. so I have a little. I have an app. Okay, so which has been sending a lot of notifications. All right, anyway, um, <laughs> I got their generic brand Honey Nut Cheerios called. I don't know. I don't have the box. No. Let's say they're called Odios. That's a really good name. <laughs> I tried to type Sprout into Google to look it up, and I typed in Sprout. Sprout. S-P-R-O-A-T. That's not how you spell Sprout. No. Continue. All right. They look like Cheerios, but they're, like, very pale. They're tan-colored. Yeah. They don't have that nice sheen of a Honey Nut Cheerio. Right. That's so appealing. And I have already tried them, but I'll give you that crunch sound. <laughs> that sounds crunchy to me. It is crunchy. And then the taste? It is. It's kind of like cardboard. Oh, that sucks. But the what was sad was I, I kind of realized I liked it. Got it. Um, so I guess I like cardboard now. I mean... I think a lot of those, like, are, so are Honey Nut Cheerios considered a healthy cereal? Given where cereal has gone, I think it's on the spectrum of healthy cereals now. <laughs> My mom bought me a single serving of Fruity, uh, Fruity Pebbles to celebrate me getting a job. 
And what is it? What? What is it, a single serving? It's like a, it's like one of those little cups that you would get like at an airport. Do you put milk in? Yeah. You sound so blown away, dude. I read the like the nutritional information on that. That is like straight candy, crispy candy. Yeah. Oh, it's so good though. But anyway, so good. So did you, you eat it plain or did you put milk on it? I didn't eat it yet. I'm oh doing like trying to trying to eat better so I fit into my coffee. So you were <laughs> reviewing your cardboard cereal, the name of which I still can't find. So uh, continue. Yeah, Odios. Have you had it with milk? I have had it with milk. It's not really good with milk. Is this the first time you've had? Uh, but the milk might milk? have been bad. Oh God! Is it the first time you've had cereal with milk? <laughs> like, uh, what's the? It's one of the Kardashians. It's not Chloe. Um, which one's the one that just not had a, Kim? Which one's she the one just found ju- out about podcasts. Right. Which one's the one that just had a baby with uh, uh, Travis Scott? Kylie. Kylie. Yeah. Did she just eat cereal? She. She tweeted that like she had just had cereal with milk for the first time and it was mind blowing. And someone dug up a tweet from like six years ago where she very clearly had granola with milk. Which does that qualify as cereal? That's a cereal. Yeah, so she's a liar. She is a liar. Okay, so you've had it with milk. You've had it without milk. Are you gonna give two reviews, one with milk and one without milk, or can you? No, we'll just do a review of the cereal. It's a flavor okay. everyone wanted. It's a Honey Nut Cheerio generic brand. One point. Okay, wait. Stop saying one point. People are never going to learn the rating system if you give them one point. Isn't it yes? Damn, yes. I just realized I don't think we introduced ourselves. And it's like 40 minutes in. I'm Ed. <laughs> I'm Eric. Welcome. We used to be roommates. And now we're not. So... The categories for Eric's Crunchy Corner are what? Is it a flavor that people wanted? And that's yes or no. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yes, I guess? Yeah, it's yes. Okay. Who doesn't want a Honey Nut Cheerio for cheaper? Is it cheaper or is it healthier? Or No, it's cheap. Well, it's probably both. I, we'll go to the judges on this one. Okay. It so- also came in a box that Kit can fit inside. Kit is my cat. <laughs> that's not dead? Which one, was, which one was the one that was dying? Oh, that's Caboodle. Is he still dying? Sydney and I have two cats. Their names are Kit and Caboodle. We did a whole episode about cats. One of our favorite, favoriteest episodes. <laughs> Most favoriteest. So, All right. is two, it people did want? they achieve the flavor? Yes. Okay, here we go. This is a big... So the flavor is Honey Nut Cheerios. Do they achieve the flavor of Honey Nut Cheerios? No. Because oh. it tastes like cardboard. But if they had said Honey Nut Cardboards. Yeah, that would be st- one po- Yes. So so it's a no. So it's a no. Okay, and the last category is goodness. Goodness. Surprisingly a yes. Which I get. Some people like like a bland cereal. I, get I think it. I'm getting old. I mean, there's so many blends like our friend Carter, his favorite cereal is Crispix. Have you ever had Crispix? Yeah, with like a three tablespoons of sugar. <laughs> it's like a rice cereal that's just like checks. Yeah, I don't like those cereals. I like my cereals bad and bougie. I like them real, real sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so in general, the scale is at the top we have yes and a half, then we have yes, then we have no and a half, then we have no. 
And then we have <laughs> negative no and a half. <laughs> so what would you give it, Eric? Uh, I would give it a yes. Yeah, that's what I was going to predict as well. A yes for Honey Nut O's. Honey, Honey O's. Still can't find the yeah. name of it. Like, if you ever thought Honey Nut Cheerios had too much flavor and <laughs> cost too much, these are for you. Got it. Is it Nature's Path? Uh, oh, Cascadian Farms. It's a Farms, big brown box. Cascadian Farms Organic Purely O's Cereal. Is that it? It's not the organic. Oh, yeah, because you guys are not doing well. They don't pay, they don't pay uh, children's doctors like they used to. <laughs> I'm really sorry that you couldn't get the organic. Well, it's what, what did you say the name was again? Odios. Odios. So Eric gives Odios a yes. If you can't trust his recommendation, I don't know what you can trust anymore in this world. Also, you can't get to a Sprouts anyway, so don't worry about it. <laughs> nice. So, Eric, we are coming close to the end because it is almost an hour and people have places to be and fun things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the homework for next week, which is me to watch Buffy. Please mm-hmm. send your recommendations of what episodes to watch or should I watch from the beginning. So I had a conversation with these last six minutes. I'm going to open a can of worms. I had a conversation with my friend about guns a little bit ago. <sighs> I know. I know. Okay. All right. I Can I guess what your opinion is? On guns? Yeah. Or on you talking about guns? Well, your opinion on me talking about guns is negative no and a half. <laughs> and your, okay. your opinion of guns is probably they're stupid and nobody needs them. Yes. I kind of have that opinion too. But I've shot guns before. Have you ever shot guns? Yeah, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. Why? Uh, it was loud. It hurt. And I wasn't good at it. So I've shot guns before too and I've always had like a great time. So it's like <laughs> squaring that, like, that it can be a peaceful activity, but also it is very clearly a huge issue in this country. My mm-hmm. two cents, I think that, like, you should only be able to buy, like, a gun for, like, the most simple sport or hunting purpose. You don't need anything, like, fancy. And also, even those, like, not fancy guns, you should have to go through a pretty rigorous screening process and a training process. Like, to go on jet skis, legally, I had to, like, pass a course online. And if that's not the bare minimum of what needs to be done, people are, all of our big gun nut fans are going to be going crazy. They're going to be like, it is hard to get a gun. <laughs> but I, uh, I think it should be, and if it is this way, then fine. But I think it should be pretty hard to get a gun. And I don't think you should be allowed to get anything that's purposely made just to kill or inflict pain. Like, people want, like, hollow-tip bullets, which are just, like, only to hit something and explode inside them. It's like, mm-hmm. you can get better at shooting deer, so you don't need, like, such an aggressive weapon. All right, that's it. That's all I got. Wait, that was the conversation? No, we were talking... So, like, he likes to shoot guns, and he's had a lot of fun, and, like, I have shot guns before, too, and I have also had fun, and we're both normal guys, and... Not normal. We're both like very reasonable people and just agree. both normal guys. Normal guys who are drinking beers and like standing outside of our house. I don't know. I was going for a King of the Hill reference, but it didn't really go anywhere. Which I would have gotten. Would love you? Beavis. You at least know who made it, so you're trying to be cool and play it off that like 
I don't own a TV. I only own an Apple TV. (laughs) But you knew who made it. Dude, I don't know. I feel like it's tough also for, like, us to talk about our perspective of guns because, like, there are people in this country that have grown up as that being, like, as normal to them as fishing. And, like, if you take away something they really love to do, which I'm totally okay with taking it away, too. I don't know. Yeah, I say take all the guns. I don't really care if it was a favorite pastime. If you took away my fishing rod, which I grew up doing, I'd be like, shit, I can't fish no more. That sucks. I'll find something else to do. Find something else to do. You don't have to shoot things. Get a different hobby. Yeah. I don't have any sympathy for that. (laughs) You are totally alienating all of our (laughs) listeners that like guns. I, on the other hand, have a more balanced stance that, like, it should be pretty, like, it should be a huge privilege to own such a possibly deadly weapon and it should be really hard to get one but i don't know people say like what about like the argument that it's like it's to protect myself and protect my family (laughs) you're just like screw it i mean it would be easier to protect your family if the person on the other side of that door also didn't have a gun so that's true okay if you would have to okay let's just talk about something completely (laughs) what i'm saying basically when are we gonna talk about the mascot I want to talk oh, about the mascot. Okay, that will be our last topic of conversation. You you, you introduce it, because I'm tired and I don't want to talk to you. Wait, do you want to get, finish the gun thing or are we moving on? No, I got nothing to say. We both agree. I feel bad. I don't want people that... Ha- I don't think guns are necessary, but I was trying to be empathetic to people who, like, really want guns and, like, who feel like it's a protection thing, but, like, I don't know. There's something really, really wrong with our country and the way we use guns. And, like, I think statistically there are countries that, like, have similar, like, owning rates but still have low... I think our combination of being really bad at handling mental health and also being freely accessible to weapons is a bad combination. Maybe Mm -hmm. if we fixed one of them, the other one would also... We wouldn't have a mascot like... What the Gritty? gritty dude we are about to have totally polar opposite opinions so if you don't know okay wait before we go yeah all right explain what it is you explain what it is i don't want to talk anymore all right um well i don't really know the backstory okay so this is a segment that we're calling thanks to isabel uh, yeah ed's sporty shorts sporty shorts <laughs> ed's sporty shorts <laughs> this is my segment it's the end of the podcast, and then you can turn us off. So, Sporty oh, Shorts. God. All right. Uh, All right. The Flyers introduced a new mascot. They haven't had a mascot for, I don't know, if not ever for a long time. And they had this big, like, reveal. What is a flyer? That doesn't make any sense. The, the, you know what the logo is, though, right? Yeah. It's a P. That's flying. I don't know. It doesn't really mean anything, I don't think. I'm sure that there's, like, a backstory. But, like, I don't know. It's kind of like an old school logo. It's the same thing, like, what's a Red Wing? And, like, I mean, I'm sure that it has some reasoning behind it. And the name is Stuck. And it's a goofy name. But I actually like – this is – we're going to – you're going to figure out that I like the mascot. Because I like a little bit of, like, kitsch, if not a little bit of, like – I definitely like kitsch. You're a furry. I'm a furry and I dress up just like that like mascot and I do terrible things. I let people do terrible things to me. Yeah, I didn't say I did terrible <laughs> things to people. 
Um, so yeah, they introduced their like new mascot. His name is Gritty. And I would say he looks like a combination of like that Muppet that plays the drums and uh-huh. like a football. And he's dressed like, hey Arnold. And he's dressed in like a hockey uniform. But like people think he looks really crazy. And I think it's hilarious. Also, whoever runs his Twitter is hilarious. Also on Yeah, the- so he has googly eyes, right? Right. Which is cool. That's cool. Right. It really emphasizes how gritty he is. I don't get the name. Gritty? Well, because the Flyers yeah. are historically, they do you know what the Broad Street Bullies are? So histor- there was this like old Flyers team. It was probably the most talented Flyers team in history. I think they won like two Stanley Cups. And they were known for being like super physical and super like, I don't know, dirty in that time. It was like more allowed. And they were the only United States and Canada team to beat uh, the Russian. So the Russian hockey team. Remember like the... Miracle on Ice. Mm-hmm. So during the Cold War, Russia's best sporting team was their hockey team. And, like, Russia sent out their hockey team to Canada and the United States to play, like, the best teams. And, like, Russia, like, destroyed Canada. And, can- like, you'd think Canada's team would be the best team. And then mm-hmm. they came in the United States and they beat everyone, except for the Flyers. <laughs> and the Broad Street Bullies beat the Russians. Now, what you don't hear that often is... The Broad Street Bullies beat the Flyers by, like, by today's standards, 100% cheating. Like, one of the players <laughs> literally broke a stick over one of the Russian players' legs and, like, broke his leg. And the Russian That's coach, cool. like, was, like, we're getting, like, got the team off the ice and was, like, we're not going to play the Flyers. And then they came back and the Flyers beat them. So they are forever known as the Broad Street Bullies. And grittiness is a trait of the Broad Street Bullies being gritty that's all right. there you go <laughs> that's it that's all you um, Flyers how stupid cool. are... I'm into it mascots are weird I know I feel like if anybody like drew the Philly fanatic now and was like this is the Philly's mascot people would complain like give it a chance it's for kids also I prefer like a monster than like some sort of anthropomorphized like horse or human or like yeah animal or a red skin yeah really seriously though at least ours is like some sort of weird blob but i know that this is going back on what i said flyers how hard was it to just name make your mascot a bulldog and name him bully like is that that hard i already came up with a better <laughs> mascot and i love gritty all right without without much thought yeah does okay does gritty have a voice yet no i don't think does mascots speak? talk is it a he? Yeah. Okay. Um, give me your gritty impression. Like he d- he doesn't talk. What would his catchphrase be? He doesn't talk. He's like a mascot. So yeah, but if he did. Oh, wait. Uh, hey guys, it's me, Gritty. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> and then he like gyrates his like paunch, like the finale. Yeah. I like him. Also, ah. I like that on his first night. He, like, was shooting the t-shirt cannon and kept falling down, not on purpose. I like that. He's endearing. We'll post a, so we'll post a picture of a box of cereal next to a picture of Gritty. Okay. Okay. The homework is to watch Buffy. Let me know what I should watch. Eric, do you have anything yeah. to say before we leave? Um, next episode, we're doing a little Halloween oh, special. Oh, are we doing it next? That's going to be next one? 
Yeah, right? October, we're going to record like October 11th? If not, okay, this is either going to be the next episode. I want to, who knows when I work. Okay, the next episode is going to be a Halloween episode. Ed's starting work, but the tentative next episode Mm -hmm. is with the host, the guest, that everyone wants to be a host. I can't believe you said host. Wow, Freudian slip. Well, because everyone wants them to be a host. Just everyone? come on the show. Just be on the show. Just be part of the show. Who is everyone? Me. Uh, yeah, because whatever. We don't have to talk. So it's going to be a Halloween It'll episode. be a good dynamic. Let's not give a lot of stuff away, but it's going to be spooky AF. Yeah. And we might watch Hereditary. The Boy Meets World Halloween episode. We can talk about our favorite <sighs> Halloween episodes, but it's going to be real spooky. We're gonna watch Hereditary. I'm gonna be really scared. Have you seen Hereditary? No. So the way it's, is it still in theaters? No, I think it's out. I think it's been out. But the way it's been described to me by the upcoming guest is that it is the most disturbing movie he's ever seen, and some of the scenes that you see will stick with you forever. Which is yeah, I'm gonna watch it under a blanket, so none of the scenes will stick with me. So I'm not gonna watch it. I'm just gonna listen to it. Never see them. I'm really scared to watch it. I like have watched a lot of scary movies and I go to scary things. I just don't like being scared like that. I don't like jump yeah, scares. I don't either. Sydney doesn't think I can watch it, which makes me want to watch it. Oh my god, she's so brazenly <laughs> mean to you. <laughs> Sydney, we're gonna have you on and I'm gonna confront you about I believe in Eric and I think he's very brave. I think you can do it. Better. <laughs> I think you're very brave for eating that cereal on the air and for putting yourself out there mm. you're the best so yeah we're gonna watch hereditary it's gonna be spooky tweet at us call us text us i start, <laughs> I start work soon happy late birthday brian anything else yeah tweet good luck to edward don't do that his job don't do that it's gonna just give me more. You pressure. start on a Wednesday? Yeah, because both of the partners are Jewish, and like there's like Jewish holidays, so they're doing Jewish stuff. That's cool. Yeah, it's gonna be a short week. We'll see. So you only have to wear a suit for three days. Yeah, I don't mind wearing a suit. Do you? It's hot. I sweat a lot. I sweat too, but like it's gonna, it's not gonna be that hot. Also, like I think my least favorite part is just putting it on. Once it's on, I'm kind of just it's hard. There's a lot of steps to a suit. I, I wish we could just wear dresses. You know, it's one thing I totally, you just put on, and I then you're totally done. I totally agree. Like, there was this, like, there's so many options for women to wear and look, like, formal. But, like, all I have is suit and slacks and button-down shirt. It's so boring. This is why we need Kanye and his fashion ideas. Dude, it is going to take a thousand years until anybody starts wearing something different for men in the legal profession. All right. Are we calling it? Are you going to listen to the new Kanye album? Oh, for sure. For show. I'm going to DC What's this it weekend. Called? I have no What's idea. What's it called? I'll look it up. Yanni? I'll look it up. What are you doing this weekend? Sydney's mom and brother are coming. We are probably going to finalize a, some wedding details, mm. which will be fun. Mm. And we're going out to eat because it's restaurant week. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get a cheesesteak. Mm. That's it. How about you? I don't know yet. Tentative plans. I think we're seeing Katie's friend, Kate. Kate's listening. We love you. And I'm apparently buying her cookies tomorrow. Oh, Kate listens? I hope so. Kate's a good friend. If you're listening, you're a great friend. She should listen. And if you're not listening, I'm like, 
Do we'll find out. This I'm is the very end of the episode. So we'll know you. if you didn't listen. I curse you with, with a lot of unhappiness. But if you are listening, good job. I'm really proud. Good job, Dave. You're so proud of you. I don't right, see me mad at situations. I see